millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, welcome to Film Fandango, the film podcast. My name is David Reed. Joining me, as ever, is Marek Larwood. Hello, Marek. Hello, David. Hello, listeners. And it's our 250th episode. 250. 250 weeks. Of our lives. I mean, that's like a prison sentence in a lot of ways. 200. I didn't do. I only did one in the first 60 or two. That's right, yeah. So 200. It's a whole year. Well, it's a more, more oh, in terms of work, yeah, yeah, days yeah. off, counting for days off, holiday, sure, holidays, sure. bank holidays. That's a year of work. Just pissed away. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's to another two hundred and fifty. Yeah. Wow, I wonder how depressed I'll be by then. I mean, that is the overarc of the series at the moment. The arc is, Marek starts out. He's just stopped. He starts doing film Fandango. He's just stopped doing a TV show. Things are going quite well. And yes. it's gradually got worse. But if it's going to be an interesting story, then we will also get your bounce back. And you'll be on your way to superstardom and doing it uh, less and less frequently as my career hits the skids. And then you'll come back after 50 weeks away for a special guest one with your new wife. Um, who will be like Alicia Vikander or something? Oh, and you know, and I'll be like, oh, thanks for coming back. Uh, oh, you've got to go. No, that's fine. I can thanks. only say one word on the podcast <laughs> because it has to go through your publicist. Yes. And what word would that be? I do. I do the the and keep watching the films. Okay. Well, that would be good. People would tune in for that. It would be the be- It would be the highest downloaded episode of the whole thing. Well, wouldn't take much. <laughs> thank you to our listeners who thank have. You. Thank you to our new listeners and to our whoever is still listening. And we've not heard from our Uber fan Chris Webb for quite some time. We haven't. Um, I hope you're well, Chris. Um, get, I'm I'm lying. I mean, I hear from him on Twitter most days. Yeah, but he doesn't write in anymore. No, he doesn't. He thinks he's too big for that now. Don't think. I mean, this is a bit. <laughs> private Chris Webb don't think that because you're friends with us on Twitter that, you, that we're something you can't write in you can't be bothered to write in anymore yeah because we can start referring to someone else as our biggest fan quite easily you know well it's uh, a two way street Chris Webb yeah a very odd start to the podcast very odd start Um, to our 250th we have both now you were going to go to the cinema well here's the story I went to the cinema uh, I went to see 
uh, another film we talked about before in the morning. Yes. And I went to go and see, uh, uh, to a double in the afternoon, to see uh, Finding Dory. Finding Dory, the sequel to Finding Nemo, about Hel- Helen? Ellen DeGeneres' character. The weather was quite bad. Right. And I didn't realise that the showing that I was going to go to, because it's summer holidays, was some sort of kids club thing. So I got there and I realised it was just all kids. Some kids just by themselves in yeah. groups. And I genuinely thought, this is going to look really weird. Like you've specifically sought out the kids club um, showing. And I, I, I was slightly... And I don't look normal on the best of days, but I was in a, a raincoat. It's know, been a very, um, it's been a very humid rain recently, so you were yes, probably quite sweaty. But I was sweaty. Yeah, I was sweaty because I've realised I I went to have some lunch and when I rushed back to cinema, I was sweaty. I was damp, and there were loads of kids there, and I thought, do you know what? Did you have a mac on? I did have my raincoat on, <laughs> and I thought, God, I mean, you would, I. You it, do, yeah, I don't like a paedophile. It's a bit like you'd sort out uh, kids free swim at the local pool yeah, in the really garden. Weird. No, I have to do my length. A sort of sweat, slightly sweaty man going, do you know what? I'm not going to go to this. If it was a normal showing, it would be fine because it was a kids' club thing. I didn't really, I didn't, I didn't purposely go, yeah, yeah, that'll be the kid. I just didn't, it, it was just, I looked at the times and didn't say, so I thought, yeah. I'm not going to watch this. So apologies. It was my own. Um, uh, I mean, uh, decency. I would say. I'm not trying to say that. You know, I'm not a paedophile. I would not have tried to. Have, I mean, those, like, those wasn't kids. Wasn't one of those things where I'm thinking I'm going to endanger these kids. No, the, I mean those kids were. I, I get that. I they think were everyone perfectly gets that. Safe, yeah, yeah. I, but but um, I think the kids wouldn't have noticed. I think they would have been distracted by the fish fun. But yeah, the, you yeah. may have ruined the afternoon for some of the parents. So no, I think it wasn't just. It was also the fact there were hundreds of kids there. You know, it's just not just a few scattered kids. There probably were about 50 or 60 kids. So one could go missing quite easily. No one would miss it. No, 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 no. I meant saying? it was going to be... Also, it would have been horrific for me, like really noisy and lots yeah. of... So I thought, do you know what? I'm going to go home and walk home and I'm going to find a film that I wanted to watch I missed at the cinema. And what film was that? I was very pleased to see... 10 Cloverfield Lane on the iTunes I bought it from. Right. So I bought that. I did the exact same thing. What? But without Going to the children's pre-story. Would you have, how would you have felt? Would you have gone if it was Kids Club? You know what? I've got a far less paedophile vibe than you. Um, I, uh... so... <laughs> no, I, I would, would have felt weird. I, but... I think I also would have just gone, oh, this is going to be intolerable. Like, what, I've been what, to showings where there are only like six kids, yeah, but yeah. if they're in front of you and they're bored by what they're seeing, so they start playing down the front. It was, it was, like, it was a mixture of thinking, oh, I'm going to look weird. Yeah. And it was, all, I think, more so the fact that there were so many kids there, I thought, this is going to be really horrible. Yeah, I'd rather yeah. go home and watch a film and eat my popcorn. No, and I think that's right. I mean, And also, you can't resent them for it. It's just like, it's a kid's film and these kids, they want to enjoy themselves. Yeah. It's just like, well, maybe this isn't for me. I'll bow out yeah um, I've regretted going to see I th- can't remember what it was now where the kids were enjoying it sort of but I think it was the Lego movie actually and oh, that's, that's more that's a, definitely an adult film really yeah the humour in it mm. well it's a mix I think it's like the Simpsons there's something for everyone isn't but there the, the Lego movie definitely is a lot in there for 
there's a lot of nods to adults. Yeah, know. yeah, there is, there is. Uh, but so I no, I downloaded from Blinkbox or Talk Talk TV store. Uh, it is sometimes called because they haven't it? spent any money on rebranding. Uh, it's three pound forty nine. You got the HD one? No, no, two pound forty nine. You're right. It was standard definition. That's the always thing. I think. Why would you pay a pound more for the HD? iTunes. It's t- normal rentals. Like two for two fifty for standard. Yeah. Or three fifty. I think the answer to that is if you have a big television, standard definition would be a bit annoying. After the first five minutes, you wouldn't notice. No. Have you watched an old VHS tape in the last four years? Five no. years. Really muddy. Like it's weird how you forget. Yeah. But, like you just go, oh, oh no. Yeah. Uh, really soft. Really soft. And so, do you remember the reds sometimes used to bleed? Do you remember that? Bleeding uh, reds. Sort of. Yes. I think it yeah. Um. So, 10 Cloverfield Lane. For those who do not know, this was a sort of surprise that just appeared out of nowhere. And people were like, ooh, what's it got to do with Cloverfield? Because the trailer made it look really good. Because um, it had the... Uh, uh, I think we're alone now over it, didn't it? And John Goodman and a couple of young things, one of them played by uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Is yes, that right? Yes, Um uh, seem to be in some kind of uh, nuclear bunker, mm-hmm. and that's all we really know. And so it's one of these uh, single room, basically, films. But what it has to do with the film Cloverfield, which was a big monster movie by J.J. Abrams from quite some years Really before. underrated. I think I really like Cloverfield. I'm not a big fan of found footage films, which is what it was, but it did it really well. Oh, I was really... I thought Cloverfield... It was, it was excellent. Underrated, As yeah. a monster movie, it was excellent. And so what this had to do with it was a complete mystery. And so there you go. That's what it is. Um, oh, now, I don't want to spoil too much. Coffee, you have spoiled coffee, mouth. but... Yeah, never mind. Um... What did you make of this? I was really good. So did I. I love John Goodman. I think he only he does such incredible work. I think they're all really good. The other actor is a bloke called John Gallagher, who was in a film played a bad guy in a sort of weird film called Hush, which I didn't, um, which Chris Webb recommended to me. Right. Which I wasn't. Oh, the one with the mask. Yeah. Mask man. Yeah, he he played a bad guy in that. Uh, this is this is what if you're going to make remakes or spin-offs of films, this is how you do it. It's a yeah. totally. It's just. You know what? And, and it reminds me in a funny way, like Aliens, because mm. although Aliens is in, entirely spiritually a sequel to Alien, it's a different genre of film. Alien is a haunted house horror film. Aliens is a action film, and it's the same world, different genre, and it makes it expands the whole world and makes you want to see even more of it. This is a psychological thriller. So but in the same world as Cloverfield. It's just adding another layer to make it a far more interesting film. Yeah. Um, so what the brief stories we can say from the trailer is uh, uh, Mary Elizabeth uh, Winstead um, just left her husband. She's driving off and she's involved in, in a, a car, accident. car accident. You don't know how it happens. And she wakes up and she's in this bunker with John Goodman who's made the bunker... And it's He's one of these survivalist, uh, you know, uh, apocalypse preparers kind yeah, of guys. Yeah, and another guy, sort of quite sort of stupid guy called Emmett, who helped him build a bunker, but who's sort of a normal guy. What you don't know is, this is a brilliant plot device. 
John Goodman is told um, the uh, Michelle, the, the actor, that, that it's you know the end of the world. But you don't know whether she's being kidnapped or you know, this is all a myth. You don't know if it's true or not, yeah. and that that is it. It plays out, and we shouldn't spoil any more than That's, that. Yeah, that that is the first 10, 15 minutes of the film, and just being a, a, allowed. It's weird to say to just spend this much time just with three actors and is always a privilege. It's far, always far more interesting than having twelve or. 40 actors on the screen you know it's especially such good ones like John Goodman is doing such good work of just being that just on the correct edge of weird so you never know if you should trust him or not you know, you know who just trust in it you just a bit all the characters have got they all feel really rounded John Goodman doesn't look in anyone's eyes or from a lot of it when he's saying things and then he just looks at them at the end before he walks away. And it's a really unsettling thing to watch. But I love the fact it's related to the Cloverfield. Adds so much to it. It adds this thing to it, which I think is it's a, complete, like you said, a completely different film, a spin-off to it. Yeah. But with this other thing, you think, why is it called Cloverfield? That's in the back of your mind as well. Yeah. I thought it was... I thought it was Really great. I'd give it eight Marricks. Yeah, I, I, I'd give it eight David. There's an interesting thing as well, that Cloverfield is the brand of this franchise, obviously, but I don't think, and I'm stretching my memory a long way back now, that the film, the original film Cloverfield ever justifies its name. No. It's maybe just that's... called Cloverfield. So that remains unanswered, because 10 Cloverfield Lane is the address of this bunker. Um... But we still don't know. We still don't know. It's it's a great it's a great film and it's a really interesting franchise so far. And I hope have, yeah. they don't go, Well, we know what it is now and let's just do let's just do Independence Day or whatever. It's like, no, no, keep doing this. Keep really, being interesting. Really imaginative subplots. Yeah. That could things that could only happen in certain situations, you know, really odd I just found it really fascinating. I, I can't don't even make any any spoilers, but it's just a, a, a unique situation in another unique yeah. situation. Yeah, this I mean, is. Who would be the worst people to at the end? You know, is the end of the world or something? Yeah. And then, by who would be the worst people to <laughs> to be forced to trust? Yeah. That's that's at the heart of it, and it's great. This is a film that totally lived up to its trailer, and that's weird because yes. that goes both ways. You know, you get terrible trailers that end up being great films because there's no moments that are very trailer moments in the movie, or there's incredible trailers that the films are just, oh, it's just trailer moments stacked on top of each other. But, I, I but this was brilliant. I don't know why it's not had... Um, I think it's one of the best films of the year. I don't know why it's not um, given more sort of... Uh, I think it was fairly low budget to go under the radar. It certainly didn't get that big a publicity boost when it came out, did it? Um, it there were posters and stuff, but... Because you, because people couldn't talk about what it was, they therefore can't promote it in the same way. It's yes. just go, hey, well, this is about Captain America and he beats up Nazis and in the end he wins. That you, you can't talk about it because to talk about it is to spoil it. So it's uh, all interesting films will suffer in that way. Definitely worth a rental, and these are sort of imaginative films that people should be bloody making. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's Ten Cloverfield Lane. I'll tell you what some people like doing. What do they do? do, Oh, it's this!
We've actually received a letter for Buddy, uh, the dog who is asleep behind me, hogging this chair. It says, Dear Buddy, my friend Christine is sending this to your human, David. I heard you got to see a film. That's one of my favourite things ever. I went to see Kiki's delivery service today, but I was not able to take my kitty Luna. She doesn't sit still very well sometimes. But there were two kitties in the movie, Gigi, who helps Kiki the witch, and later he meets Lily, and at the end they have kittens. It was a good cartoon, and Gigi is especially funny. There's a giant balloon crash, but it was only a little scary. Thank you for letting me share. Since I saw a photo of you and David, here I am with my snacks and my toy bunny waiting for the movie. Have a good day. Have David give you a pat from me. Love, Amelia. And that's... uh, How old do you think Amelia is there? Um, 17. (laughs) Oh, no. Eight. Eight. Seven or eight. Well, thank you, Amelia, for your letter. Uh, Buddy is... Yeah. He's very pleased to receive it there. He looks he looks very pleased to receive it. Um, uh, I didn't know we had uh, eight-year-olds listening to this. I mean, I'm, I, I, I feel would, quite guilty. I would definitely would have changed the content of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but thank you, Amelia. Um, who else has written in? Uh, this is from uh, Miles. Hello, Dave, American buddy. I was inspired to write in after you spoke about a tale, about tale of tales as I lit up at the mention of Matteo Garone. Mr. Grone one of, directed one of my favourite films, Reality, and I think it's worth a watch. It's on Netflix, so watch it. Also, Mummy is another international film on Netflix by Canadian director Xavier Dolan, who hasn't made many good films other than Tom at, other than Tom at the film. Regardless, both films are great, and you should watch them. So, watch them. There we go. Reality and uh, Mummy. Uh, Mummy. Mummy, I think, is a horror, isn't it? I've, I've heard of that one. I've not heard of reality. Yes. Uh, here's a very quick one from um, a football player, Tom Saunders. Okay. Uh, hello. I think Predator 2 is better than Predator. Do you have any wrong opinions that you refuse to let go of? <laughs> Tom. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen Predator 2. No. In about 50, no, 20 years, I don't mean. Predator 2 lost in New York. And with Danny Glover in it. Yeah. I remember it being surprisingly good. I was surprised it was good. But Predator, I think, is unbeatable, isn't it? Oh, it's incredible. Incredible sa- I still have the soundtrack on my um, uh, uh, iPod, and it comes on quite a lot. It's very, very good for walking around London. It's so quotable, that film, isn't it? I mean, every line. As, it, as I was say, every line's a trailer line, really. Like, it's wonderful. The casting is brilliant, Predator. Yeah. Especially the alien. He's great. It was nearly Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, gosh. But isn't. Um, okay, here we go. Oh, there's a. Are you stalling? I'm stalling. I thought you might be stalling. Ewan McGuinness has sent in an email, but it's to watch his film. We will get round to watching that, Ewan. Um, Here is another email from Darren Rogers. Darren Rogers. He says, Hi guys. I've seen a few films recently. Not sure what I would recommend, though. The Secret Life of Pets is okay. Hang on a second. That music is someone's car outside, is it? I don't know. It could be the uh, teenage girls who live next door. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, it is okay, but not as good as anything by Pixar. I enjoyed The Host, which had mediocre reviews, but I thought it was quite a clever film. Although I can see the humour of a character with a presence inside them being torn between two lovers. I didn't understand that sentence. Um, The Purge was okay, and I was surprised by the direction it took near the end. 
gangster squad was boring. Correct. Whatever talent Sean Penn once had, has he made anything decent since Milk, seems to have vanished, sadly. The pick of the bunch for me was Maggie, the Arnie film about zombies that isn't a slaughter fest. It's actually a very thoughtful and tender film. Quick question. Are you excited or worried about a sequel to Blade Runner coming out in 2017? I thought we had that on our list of films that they couldn't touch. Who do I complain to? And that is from Darren Rogers, although he signed it J. So that's weird. Um, (laughs) So, Blade Runner. I mean, stop remaking everything, please. I want to get off. It's totally unnecessary. Yeah, I mean, it's a standalone film if ever there was one isn't it like it's just boom perfect there like what else is there to say other than like hey let's remake it with modern special effects that are less charming I don't know what I don't know how you can improve it I don't know how you can improve it no other than wheel Harrison Ford out again is he going to be in it again who knows but I mean it's uh, Ryan Gosling you'll be pleased about but yeah but what is the point? And is it a complete? Is it a remake or is it a completely different? Film? Well, who knows? But they—they're neither one nor the other these days, aren't they? They're like the old one still exists, you guys, because we've worked out by trial and error that's what you like. But this is also a remake of it at the same time. There are so many science fiction stories. I've just recently reading um, the Illustrated Man by Ray Bradbury. He's an incredible writer. He wrote Fahrenheit four five one. But there's millions and millions of brilliant science fiction stories you know fiction stories yeah. that they could try and do and make an ex-classic with but they have to just revisit the same old crap but it's not just them it's us it's us the consumers who keep going to remakes not me well it's probably me um, it's you it's me it's my fault uh, well I just go because there's, there's nothing else on uh, so there is that as well I don't want to see a remake of Blade Runner it'll spoil it because, I mean, there's just something so claustrophobic about the city environment that they've managed to construct in Blade Runner with their matting of models and live action over the top of each other. And even though it's 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 a set, so it feels like you're all piled on top of each other. As soon as you've got, you can do anything with CGI, yeah. it'll feel like every fucking future city in everything, won't it? It'll I think we, we talked about before, didn't I? I think um, I talked about the documentary, I can't remember what it's called, The Making of the Blade Runner, Yeah. Uh, about a year ago or something, and like you said, it was all the, all the models, they filmed the models in with the fit, you know, yeah, a yeah. lot of it was, I, I agree with you completely, I think CGI is going to ruin the look of it. Um, so, I, I don't yeah. see the point of remaking well, it, it still holds up. You know, really feel really depressed. Um, no. do, you want, do, you, do you want more? Or do you want to talk about your? No, let's let's uh, let's move on. That'll do for today. Thank you for your letters, guys. If you'd like to write to us, um, then please do so. Go to filmfandango.com and fill in the form there. Um, now, I just want to talk very briefly. This is quite a quick uh, episode. This one, uh, I saw a film that I didn't see at the time because I was like, meh. I've not heard good things. The trailer looks meh. But I enjoyed the first film, so I'll give it a go, finally. I got round to Zoolander 2. Oh, why on earth did you do that? It's not that bad. You're, really? You're bandwagoning, I'm afraid, Marek. Oh, no. Yeah, it's... Um, 
everyone attacked it just because it's the same stuff again, but it's a comedy sequel. We're not going to get a brand new genre, are we? Like, it absolutely it's, slaughtered. I know, and it's because it's quite weird and actually quite funny. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a bit too strange so in what places. Up, is it pick up, so the end of Zoolander... So the end of Zoolander, he has... He, it's basically the Manchurian candidate Zoolander, but with models. So he has been programmed to kill the, is it Malaysian Prime Minister? And uh, by a fashion icon called Mugatu, played by Will Ferrell. And uh, because he's trying to end, I think, sweatshop labour that make all of his clothes. Uh, it's lots of fun. Uh, and they foil his plans. This one as much time has passed since Zoolander was out. So now him and Hansel, played by Owen Wilson, are now a bit old and a bit past it, and they don't really get everyone. And there's a, there's a really good, funny hipster character who uh, everything... He only loves things he hates. He's <laughs> 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 really good. And Kristen Vig, uh, Vig, or Wig, or however you pronounce it, is in I it as well, it as a Donatella Versace-style character, and she's really good. Um, and Mugatu's back, he manages to break out of prison. And this one is about a string of celebrity murders, um, and all of them take a selfie of themselves in their dying moments, <laughs> and so they need to, the, they need the police, Interpol, rather, uh, with Penelope Cruz, need... Derek Zoolander's help because only he has such an intricate knowledge of faces to be able to try and solve what's happening and it's so stupid but fun like it is really there's some real laugh out loud moments in it like people like there's too many celebrity cameos there are like the same number as the first film (laughs) Like, Why do you think it got, got slated then because it's just uh... I don't know you know maybe it's just the wrong time for it I don't know, but it goes weird. Like, it's not about fashion people in particular. It goes properly James Bond film. It goes more sort of Austin Powers stupid than uh, the first, I don't know. 4.8 on IMDb. Yeah, it's not that bad. You know, it's not brilliant either. I'm not saying it's, you know, Life of Brian or Airplane, but it's like, I enjoyed it. So it's something to watch when it comes out on the video station. Well, it's on streaming. That's where I picked it up. Oh, watch so. on the video player. On the video player. Yeah, yeah. On the video player. Um, uh, yeah, well, I've got nothing more to say than other like, you know, give it a chance. It won't be for everyone, but it's not as bad as everyone said. Just try giving people a chance for once. Yeah, yeah. Hasn't Ben Stiller brought you enough happiness that you can, you know, give him a chance? How do you expect people to believe in themselves if you don't believe in them? That's right. That's right. And that is the moral of all film Fandango. Put a window in your arsehole. Put a window in your arsehole. And And keep keep watching watching the films. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 